This is the Barbecue Central Radio Show, which is recorded live each Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The Barbecue Central Radio Show is being brought to you by The Barbecue Guru, the original creators of automatic temperature control devices, now offering four different models for you to choose from. Rest easy knowing that The Barbecue Guru is controlling your temperature so you can get on with your life. Visit BBQGuru.com or call 800-288-GURU for more information. And by Fred's Music and Tasty Licks BBQ Supply, your online barbecue and grilling superstore. From cookers to grills, wood chips and chunks, and everything in between, also be sure to try the Tasty Licks barbecue brand of rubs and sauces. Check Fred out online at TastyLicksBBQ.com. And by Stephen DeFranco Jewelers. Located in beautiful Willoughby, Ohio, Stephen DeFranco Jewelers is a family-owned and operated business looking to service the great folks of the barbecue and grilling world. Get free shipping and big discounts by mentioning my name and the term Barbecue Brother. Check out their inventory by visiting stephendefranco.com. And by Butcher Barbecue, with 30 years of experience in retail, wholesale, meat markets, food service, and customer service. Using that experience, everything they do and sell at Butcher's Barbecue comes from real-world knowledge. Check out their award-winning spices, sauces, marinades, and injections by visiting ButcherBBQ.com. Always trust your butcher. And by Green Mountain Grills. Discover something you'll really, really love. Grilling with pellets. Green Mountain Pellet Grills are the top of the line, best of the best, but not the highest in price. And be sure to check out all of their flavor rubs, sauces, and pellets for the Green Mountain Grill all on their website. Visit GreenMountainGrills.com to peruse the entire product's portfolio. And by Barbecuer's Delight Wood Pellets. Two-thirds oak, one-third flavor wood, giving you that perfect combination of BTU burn and sweet, succulent smoke you're looking to get all over your meat. A wide variety of flavors, so please go to the website to check it out and get yours today. Barbecuer's Delight, which is bbqrsdelight.com. And by JP Custom Smoke, a competitive barbecue team out of Wichita, Kansas, manufacturing the highest quality barbecue rubs on the market today. Looking to increase your competition scores? Looking to get the hearty high fives and hand clasps at the neighborhood barbecues? Look no further than JP Custom Smoke. In the market for a high-quality offset wood-burning barbecue pit, JP Custom Smoke has years of experience building high-quality, fully customizable, and extremely fuel-efficient barbecue pits. Visit jpcustomsmoke.com for more information. Give me a beat. Hello, everybody. This is Gary Van Nerd Chuck, host of Wine Library TV, a.k.a. WLTV, the number one wine show on the internet. And this is BBQ Center. So to get that perfect barbecue, you use wood. Are you sure it's safe? Whatever. We put the lighter fluid on, strike the match, and... Should we call the fire department? That might be a good idea. All 
right, good evening and welcome to the really big Barbecue Central show. Yeah, it's the show that talks about all things important in the world of barbecue and grilling, broadcasting live and direct from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame city of Cleveland, Ohio, rapidly becoming known as the barbecue capital of the North Coast. I am your program host, Greg Reffy. Happy to have you aboard here on your Tuesday. If you want to touch with the show tonight, you can do it one of two different ways. It's a toll-free call, 877-448-0433. You can also email the show if you want, greg at thebbqcentralshow.com. Uh, if you'll notice, looks like Meat Rake just noticed in the chat room, a uh, whole new uh, bottom third of the uh, m- the main camera shot. I've worked it into some other camera shots as well. It doesn't matter. Uh, but all the contact information, email, phone call, the Twitter, YouTube, whatever. It's all in the bottom third now, and I want to give a special thanks to uh, Denver uh, Cavins for uh, hooking me up with that. Perfect. Looks great. Damn, it looks good. I'm almost professional. Special announcements, almost professional tonight, folks. We're going to keep it almost professional. All right. Uh, everything else about the show can be found at the website, thebbqcentralshow.com. Here's what's happening in case you didn't get the newsletter, which you can also subscribe to when you hit up the news, uh, when you hit up the main website as well. 14 past the hour, so in about eh, 12, 13 minutes from now. Bob Trudnack, sales and marketing director for the Barbecue Guru, comes on. Yes, sir, show sponsor. Uh, he's also pitmaster of the same name team, so always looking forward to conversations with Bob. 35 past nine, first timer of the show, Jim Essler from Sweet Smoke Q. They are tearing up the Florida Barbecue Association right now. He's got some products as well that we're going to be talking about, so looking forward to uh, chatting and meeting Jim. And they move to the second hour, 1014, Mike McLeod the president and CEO of MMA Creative, also the creator of the World Food Championships, will be joining us as well. So we are locked and loaded. Also got some great giveaways this evening. So, look, if you're not ready for tonight, eject now, regroup, come back later, or watch it in podcast form. That would be perfectly all right as well. But since you're watching, make a Facebook post or perhaps get on the Twitter and let everybody know that you are watching the show right now. You can go to the BBQ Central Show right now and get the audios. If you want to watch it on video, you can go outdoorcookingchannel.com. Uh, but make some type of a post or send out a ma- You know what everybody loves to get is this group email. Everybody loves the group email and say, hey, check this uh, link out. Send them outdoorcookingchannel.com if you want to do it. And don't forget, you can catch the show live on Roku as well. Uh, go to your store, your favorite retail outlet, Best Buy, or there's that uh, brand-new French outlet store called Target. They have an electronic store as well in that department. Uh, and get Roku, R-O-K-U, or just go to Roku.com if you don't want to mess around with any of that. And just order it online. Fun way to consume the show. Uh, watch it right there on the big screen if you want to. Also, uh, happy belated Father's Day to all of the dads out there, especially mine. Hope everyone had a great Father's Day, and mine especially glorious, spending it down in Youngstown, Ohio, taking part in a softball championship Sunday for my oldest daughter, Bobby, softball team. Uh, Outlaws made it to the semifinals, but were bested by the Valley Extreme 12U team. Tough. I think they were like 16. They were on steroids. Hairy chest, big testicles on those girls, I got to tell you. And they took us down in short order, but uh, always nice to spend the day with the two of the four ladies that I have in my life. Uh, what's the best Father's Day gift you got? Go ahead, man. I mean, you tell me. Get on the uh, Insta chat or email it if you want to. I'm totally good with that. 
Uh, Chad Ward must have insider information. Ladies and gentlemen, joining me in studio tonight, not one, but two lovely ladies. Uh, Katie Rampey joining me. Uh, that's the, is it Fuchsia? Oh, let me give some heat on the mic. Is that a Fuchsia shirt? Yes, that is a Fuchsia shirt. All right, Fuchsia shirt. And then uh, to her left, as you're looking at the screen, my right, uh, Lindsay Dare joins us as well. These two were college roommates back in the day, like uh, seven, eight years ago, I think it was. Yeah, oh yeah, it's almost a decade now. Yeah, mm-hmm. not, almost a, a decade. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll be talking with them uh, here during the course of this evening. If perhaps they... Uh, find it fit to ask a barbecue-related question to one of the guests. I mean, you we know, are barbecue eating enthusiasts. Right. I mean, who isn't a barbecue eating enthusiast? Mm-hmm. We love the barbecue. Bring it up. But you know, if they're so inclined, we will absolutely you know let them talk about uh, whatever it is that has to do with outdoor life. I would imagine right around ten thirty-five, the majority of the conversation will have nothing to do with barbecue. Excellent. Yeah. So uh, we might be talking about hooking and pearls. Oh, and uh, yarns and fabric. I've recently oh. become a hooker, so I'm very excited about that. Hey, all right. Yes. Ain't nobody got time for no this. way. She can offer her professional opinion. Yes, I mean, if anybody is interested in learning more about hooking, I can also help with that. Hey, all right. Mm-hmm. So, uh, ten thirty-five hookers questions. We have a hooking expert. This is taking a terribly weird turn. I don't the happy to... hooker, really. All right. So here's what I wanted to get to. I think it was like second hour last week. And uh, let me see if I can put this up on the screen capture, if that's going to do it. No, it's not going to do it, right? No, this is what I hate. <gasps> so I wanted to talk about, and you're, uh, you're both are ladies, so uh, you, know, you can True. weigh in with mm-hmm. your expert opinion here. Top 10 baby names inspired by the barbecue season. First of all, did you have any idea there was such a demand for barbecue names or for baby names in the barbecue season? Can't say that I have. Do you think there was a lot of getting down between the months of uh, you know Memorial Day and Labor Day, that's when I do it. Yes. <laughs> Whoa! Hold on a second. You are out of control. I hope my father's not listening. Bartender, another oh. drink, please. And by another drink, I mean no more drinks. All right. Uh, so here is your first name for. Uh, oh, oh, I just went right past it. How about this for a top ten baby names for the barbecue season? Colby. Okay. Sure. Sure. Uh-huh. Yeah. Cheese. Or, or the basketball player. That's Kobe. <laughs> However, we are avid fans of basketball, as you can tell. Almost. <laughs> However, Kobe is also a form of beef, beef. so oh, you know you're you not uh, you're not way off. Yes. Except on the Colby part, which is cheese. Uh, how about Coleman? Do we like the name Coleman? Sure. Coldman or Coleman? Cole. C O L E. Is the D silent? There's no D. Coleman. Oh, okay. It's also invisible. Uh, like much like, you know, the, ah. right, like mm. the products, mm. Coleman, camping, so forth. How about uh, the ever popular name Therma? Is that popular? Oh, my God. Mm. You know, I've never thought that Therma was a girl's name. name. I know Uma Thurman. Thurman. But not oh, Therma for a first name, so I think we're reaching a little bit. A little that bit. But that's all right. No, no, I, like I don't like reach. that one. How about Cole? Short for Coleman? Yeah. Cole? Okay, Cole, I'm cool with. Yeah, yes. Absolutely. I'm cool with Cole. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not, uh, newsflash, if we would have had a boy, Cole was in the running for a name for a boy for us. Oh. I've had zero boys so far. Yes, so far or ever, as or, I understand yeah, well, it. There will be there will be no more anything. Good. How about the ever-loving name Chuck? What's up, Chuck? Sure. I oh, love Chuck. that name. Mm-hmm. Chuck Beef. 
Mm-hmm. Ground chuck. Yeah. Chuckified. Chuck and steak. Chuck yes. that ball. Yes. How about the ever popular barbecue name Ember? Ember. Yes. That's that's beautiful. Nice. Yeah. I've mm-hmm. never heard the name Ember in my no, life. I might consider either. it, but I wouldn't think of it initially. No. How about the very popular barbecue name inspired by the barbecue season, Rosemary? Oh. Okay. Yeah. Kicking it old school a little bit. Kicking it back a little bit, yeah. Uh, Okay, so Don G, Ember equals stripper name. That's exactly where I went when I saw Ember, by the way. Thank you, Don, fellow perv. And coming up next is Ember. Welcome to the main stage, Ember. (laughs) Uh, So we have Rosemary. Uh, Then we also have a very popular name, Memphis. Oh, I've right. never. Uh, how many Memphises do you know, Katie or Lindsay? Only in May do I know a Memphis. Hey, I in know May. that's right. Very big barbecue competition. Right. Oh. Look out. Uh, let's see. How about Olive for a barbecue name? Like Popeye's wife? Like Olive Oil. <sighs> Are we reaching? You need a little bit. A little bit. Right. A little bit. Yeah. We got one more. Last most popular name ever. Could be a favorite of mine. Pepper. Mm. Pepper. It's cute. Cute Love it name for, for a girl. Girl yeah. also important in any barbecue cookout. Mm-hmm. Oh, Pepper. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite uh, orphans in Little Orphan Annie was Pepper. Oh, of course it was. Mm-hmm. So those are your 10 most pop. What? Oh. Nope, not us. <laughs> 10 most popular barbecue names in the barbecue seat. When the love mood strikes, these are some names that you could be thinking about nine months down the road. We're in prime time. Or six. Name season. Not six. Oh. It'll have to be. Just kidding. Six would be a small ember, if you know what I mean. Mm. All right, uh, we're coming back with Bob Trudnack after this. Uh, first, let me talk to you a little bit about Kebroke Hardwood Charcoal. Look, Yank. You know what I love to do, right? Regardless of the time of year, love to cook on my grills and smoke. Now, if you have charcoal-fired outdoor cooking appliances, I encourage you to give Kebroke Hardwood Lump Charcoal a try for your next cooking session. Quite simply, one of the best-kept secrets around used by award-winning barbecue competition cooking teams and backyard warriors just like me, Kebroke Hardwood Charcoal made from all-natural hardwood trees without any additives. They only use high-quality wood for their charcoal. Not scrap wood or any other wood waste or additives. And this is the real charcoal that humans have made for thousands of years. Uh, Now that we've left the caves, we've moved on to our decks and patios, but enjoying it nonetheless. An all-natural hardwood charcoal performs significantly better than regular charcoal. It burns longer, hotter, produces lower amounts of ash, but the taste that will impart on your food second to none. So here's what you got to do. You go over to kebroke.com. That's K-E-B-R-O-A-K, kebroke.com, to find out more about this product. They ship to all continental U.S. states through Amazon.com. Check this out. Amazon offers free shipping on all their bags, but the most attractive option, the 40-pound bag, which you can get for roughly a dollar a pound, that's $1 per pound of high-quality hardwood charcoal that you can't find locally, and delivered directly to your door by Amazon.com. No more hassles of dragging bags through supermarkets and getting your car full of dust. Just have it delivered to you. Take the lazy way out. Why, it couldn't have been just... uh, 30 minutes ago, we were doing a s'mores cookout right over the top of Kebroke Hardwood Lump Charcoal. Hot. Your, your mic's not on. Nobody can hear. Um, no awkward flavors. Burned great. 
It's actually still burning right now, hour after the fact. Uh, a secret of Southern Miami for years, now ready for your, the world to enjoy. Kebroke Charcoal, again, K-E-B-R-O-A-K, Kebroke.com. That's uh, Kebroke Charcoal, again, and you can also find it on Amazon. Well, we're back with Bob Trudnack right after this. Stick around. We'll be right back. Broadcasting live from the Barbecue Central Radio Network Studios in Cleveland, Ohio. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Radio Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rampey. All right, we are back, 877-448-0433. You can also email greg at blank. Don't forget, coming up in about uh, 20 minutes from now, Jim uh, Esler. Oh, boy. This son of a gun. Call me on my cell phone. I promise I'll be there. hey Joke's on me. Um, uh, Jim Elser will be joining us. A sweet smoke cue. So always excited to talk to a first-time guest, especially somebody who is really dominating the, uh, well, any barbecue circuit, uh, regardless of what it is. The uh, Florida Barbecue Association seems to be uh, his division of choice at this point. Sitting atop three of the individual categories, and then also uh, currently sitting first case or case FBA team of the year right now. So uh, really putting on a dominating performance. So looking forward to uh, talking with him in about uh, twenty five minutes from now. Chasing Bob Trudnack, as it were, going through my emails, making sure that I didn't get the wrong information. But I believe I, I just checked that out. Oh, where's Bob at? There's Bob. And give me one second. I had a uh, great picture. All set up. Yeah, that's the one, right? I'm not going to upgrade my Skype right now, I can tell you that. Yeah, that's the right one. All right, well, so we'll just keep calling. That's fine. See how it goes. We'll try one more time. And then we will do a quick divergence off into... Perhaps bacon hell. Have we succumbed to bacon hell? Uh, John Dawson in barbecue baby name. How about Weber? Yeah, I like Weber. Weber's good. Ebbs. You can uh, check John Dawson's musings out at patio daddyobbq.com. All right. Well, well, it looks like we're having issues uh, getting in touch with Bob Trudnack. That's a shame, but nevertheless, uh, we welcome uh, back to the show, Lindsay and Katie. There they are. Oh, hey. Hey. So, a lot of people love this uh, bacon. Of course. I've heard of it, yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I have been, you know, struggling, struggling over the past two years. Like, I loved bacon just like the next guy. Mm -hmm. Sure. 
And then uh, there were some guys that that probably even three years, three (gasps) company came out, bacon salt. Initially, no, I have some. Yeah. Oh, all right. So initially made for the people that don't know, bacon salt initially made for Jewish people that were practicing the uh, the non pork eating part of the the Judaism. Right. So you know their taste of bacon. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Correct. So uh, this was made by these guys saying, "Hey, my friends, Jewish." Why should they miss out on great pork flavor? So they made this bacon salt, mm. mm-hmm. and it's uh, completely kosher, and their friends can sprinkle it over whatever it is they eat, and I guess get the succulent taste of bacon. Seems mm. like uh, yeah. such products rolled out after that, like bacon ace, which is bacon-flavored right. mayonnaise. Yes. And bacon-flavored lipstick. Why not? Yeah, sure. Delicious. Or, uh, well, not lipstick, but uh, lip smacker. Is that lip what they call balm. it? Lip balm. Yeah. Yeah. So, Whichever. I mean, isn't it about time that we go right to this? Perfect way to start your day with bacon-flavored coffee, of course. Uh. Uh. Coffee, the latest in a long line of food stuffs that someone has decided would taste better with a bit of pork in it. The coffee claims it combines all the salty deliciousness of bacon with the rich aroma of full-bodied Arabica beans. Mm. Is it Arabica beans? It's whatever you want it to be, I think. Potato, potato. Coffee beans. That's right. Uh, reviews on Amazon range from rabid bacon-holics, which love it, to others sure. who complain that it really doesn't taste like bacon at all. Probably tastes more like coffee than bacon. Probably. Yeah. One would have to imagine. Mm-hmm. Coffee, a pretty... Intense flavor all on its own. Mm, strong. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, typically, to overcome that, you would have to have some type of syrup, like right. a uh, Irish cream. Right. Yes. Milk right. product. Mm-hmm. Hazelnut. Sure. Yes. French vanilla. French vanilla. Right. Mm-hmm. But uh, here, somebody has decided that it would be the best idea ever to bring maple bacon morning, which is the name of this roast, uh, from Artisan Roasted Coffee, Boca Java mm. Maple Bacon Morning. I mean, it's uh, if if you could only get a hint of egg, it could be coffee. It could be breakfast in a cup. Breakfast in a cup. Forget carnation instant breakfast with milk and crappy tasting chocolate. Right. Pour a little bacon java with a hint of egg. Maybe some toast. Hmm. Man, it's like right there. You're all good to go. You could pretty much eat your yeah. whole meal in the car. Yeah, you could. Yeah, it, yeah. You're a thermos. Why not? Liquid breakfast. Mm-hmm. Here's the question. Okay. Mm-hmm. Have we gone too far with this bacon? I mean, does everything have to taste like bacon? You know, the saying out there, everything tastes better with bacon. You know, I can't, I don't know if I can disagree with that. I don't know if when I'm making something, I'm thinking to myself, can I put bacon in that? Can I put bacon in that? I don't think that a lot. And I like bacon. Yeah. I love bacon. With certain things, if I see it. In a recipe, if it's called for, I've, uh, I don't know if you know this, Kate. Oh. Fun fact right here. Your mom is a uh, recurring guest on the show. Your mom? Since when? Your mom. Uh-oh. Your mom's a guest on the show. I thought your mom was. Your mom. I'm so confused. My mom's a guest on the show? Your mom's a guest on the show. Don't talk about my mom like my that. My head is just spinning right now. It's blowing um, her mind. Mm-hmm. Every once in a while, she comes up with a recipe that she's sharing with us. Right. And it has, you know, three strips of bacon in it. So, you know, at that point, I'm thinking, well, 
you know, does it have to be just three? Can we use a pound? If you're going to do three, how about a pound? Three, 20. What's the difference? Where's the pushover line? Right. But I... Yeah. What the hell is this? I'm making that into wine what the later. <laughs> Don't okay. throw it out. It's vintage. I'm not, it's vintage. Grape from the kids leaving it up... A- has a fine coat. Good to know the rules of no food on the production desk hold true to this day. Not just, very good. Just one food. Mm. Mm-hmm. Indeed one food. You could put it in your drink if you'd like. Yeah, well, you know. I'm going to steer away from that. It looks somewhat bad. Green? Could have full-blown AIDS in it. <laughs> That's where it comes from, after all. Yeah, full-blown AIDS. Full-blown AIDS. That, that, that are monkey rectums. You choose. <laughs> I'm going to eat the grape, if you know what I mean. Right. So, in summation, do we think that we have reached the... I mean, are we really just pushing pushing it too much now? Yeah. yeah. yeah do we need too much bacon? Yeah. Is there not too much bacon? Bacon is best enjoyed as bacon. Right. Yes. Right. In its original state. And... Right. I feel like our next step is probably bacon-flavored toothpaste, and I am not into that. Well, you're wrong, because <clears throat> as a friend of the show would have it... Uh-oh. Lest not forget bacon-flavored condoms. Yeah. Yeah. A little pork you for the... You know all about that. Her profession. <laughs> <laughs> right? right. I don't know if we're talking about the same thing. Well... Okay. A little bit of pork flavor for the whole porking, I porking. guess you could say, right? Yes. Well, I mean, it seems to fit yeah well i think that you know now we're just digging around the bottom of the barrel are the sizes like cocktail wiener hot dog foot long yes (laughs) foot long foot long magnum yes right magnum wiener (laughs) wow watch out it's uh it's crazy over here it's condom sizes we're getting loose bacon flavored condoms that's what we're talking about. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Why not? Well, the topic topic is where <laughs> haven't we gone too far with the bacon flavor on everything? That's right. No. So. Well, as far as like the, the bacon flavored coffee goes, bacon is supposed to be greasy. Where's the grease in coffee? Right? I don't right? know. Yeah. I hmm. don't know. Hmm, there's, yeah. Where's the... Yeah, coffee is not greasy, usually greasy. Right. It's true. Mm-hmm. Mm. Coffee, not usually greasy. Right. It would look really weird if there was this big streak of grease in it. Yeah. Yeah, gross. Yeah. yeah. I mean, no matter how much like bacon it tasted with coffee. flavored coffee and it was solidified. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. That ice cube was fat. Guest 887 says bacon and watermelon is absolutely great. I don't know. Is the bacon extra crispy and used like as a spoon? That that sounds like good. Wrapped around the, the watermelon, maybe. Oh, that could be good. bacon explosion type watermelon devices. Uh, well, hmm. email a recipe to Greg Rempe. <laughs> yes. You know, that's, I think, where this whole uh, issue lies. Mm-hmm. Or, or where, uh, hold on a second. Grab that. I don't think uh, Lindsay is coming through properly on Uh-oh. the phone. Oh, yikes. So we're gonna She's got to... more to say than she thought she would. I, Go ahead I guess and... I do. Yeah, well, I mean, look, it's, you get under, get under the camera lights and everything yeah. is very... Uh, very uh, put it anywhere? 
Yeah, sure. It's yeah, kind of close to your face there. There you go. Give that a shot. Testing one, two. Hold on. Oh. There you go. Am I good? Oh, yeah. oh. noise. Fabulous. Keep that pack right there. Oh, oh. 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 screwed it up. Quickly uh, help yourself there. There we right. go. Oh, right. Thank you. wonderful. Yeah, so, uh, so what's happened is four years ago, there was these guys. They've been on the show a number of times. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jason Dave and uh, Aaron Chronister from uh, uh, the uh, Barbecue Addicts. Okay. And they posted this thing called the Bacon Explosion. Lindsay, are you familiar with the Bacon Explosion? You know, I'm not. All right, oh. so the uh, the Bacon Explosion is roughly two pounds of your traditional, like, uh, log sausage. Jimmy okay. Dean, Bob Evans, whatever. Delicious. You f- yes. Flatten it out. Good. Mm-hmm. Right? And then you stuff that with some already cooked bacon. Some cheese, mm-hmm. some barbecue sauce, a little wow. barbecue rub. And then uh, you also have then two pounds of bacon off to the side. You make like a lattice weave, you know, weaving. Oh. Then mm-hmm. you put the, you know, there's your bottom. You put the sausage in it. So you roll it up into this torpedo uh-huh. tube type deal. And then onto the cooker for, you know, however long it is, uh, 100 and something degrees internal. I've never made one. And then you, you know, cut it into sections. And it took the world by storm. Wow. With bacon, uh, bacon, everybody making bacon explosions. Mm-hmm. They were on television. They got cookbooks out of the things. Exploded They're onto now the scene. Tens and twenties of thousands airs from that whole thing. Uh-huh. Multiple books. Their uh, second or their cookbook, Barbecue Makes Everything Better, won best cookbook in the world. The whole world? Can, the world. Wow. Whoa. Yes. Now, fun fact. Huh. Yes. Fun fact. Uh, this was voted on by people in France. Hey, look. Mon Dieu. Right. You This is the greatest barbecue book. You have the book for you, and the greatest book ever. Yes. Yes. That's my French and Kazakhstan accent. Right. Oh. (laughs) Guy Uh, from the Pink Panther. You're the minky. (laughs) So I think that is what was the impetus of this whole bacon, well, pardon the pun, bacon explosion. Okay. Barbecue, uh, ex- there was the bacon explosion. Mm-hmm. Then you had the bacon salt, the bacon A's, bacon lip balm, right. now bacon coffee, uh, the moink balls, the atomic mm-hmm. buffalo turds, mm-hmm. you know, all this stuff. All, everything wrapped in bacon, mostly bacon, mm-hmm. whatever. You've seen those, uh, those bacon turtle burgers? Yeah, bacon turtle burgers. Yeah, I know, I, I know the guy oh. that created those. Oh, do you? Clint was... Cantwell, smoking wow. the eye. Yeah, come huh. on. Look at me. Good job. Yeah. He pretty much knows everybody. Right. So oh, yeah. That's a bonus. Why? Cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's kind of a big deal. My I would brother. never eat one of those. Why? <laughs> oh. They look well, I probably don't have the time to make them. Okay. But it seems all too decadent to me. Hmm. And mm. Uh, mm. still trying uh, Bob Trudnack, by the way, and this is what we're getting. Uh, according to Rod Gray, well, what are we getting, Rod? Nothing. Oh, I'm sorry. Nothing. That's right. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Oh, wait a second. Nothing. Calling in <gasps> from the uh, barbecue guru himself, Bob Trudnack. Bob, right. are you there? Hello, oh! Bob. Are you there? Hello. Uh, uh, wait. I guess not. Oh. All right. Mm-hmm. Sorry, thought we had him. Psych. Wait, line line two. Mm-hmm. Let me punch up line two here. Yeah, try line two. All right, uh, Bob Trudnack joining us here on the show. Bob, how are you, buddy? Hello. Oh. Hello. I was really rooting for it. There. For sure, I thought you had it. Yeah. Is yeah. this thing on? All right. Guess Hello. Not. Sorry about that. We scare people away. Oh. Yeah. That's all right. All right. Well, yeah, two, uh, Rick Sipple asking me two decadents. 
you know, decadent might not be the word. Is mm. it like triple 20 layer chocolate cake decadent? Yeah. It's, it, well, it just sure. might be too Absolutely. much. Uh, those turtle burgers, because it's like hot dogs and burgers and there's other stuff around it. I, I think that's just too much for me. I think I feel like uh, that fat broad on TLC. What's her name? The super oh, fat. Oh, Paula Dean? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> the woman from Clean House? What's your name? Uh, Nash? Which one? Uh, Ruby. I feel like Ruby. Oh, my God, Ruby. y'all. Who's Ruby? I'm so excited. Is that... Yeah. What's her face's mom? No. Honey Boo Boo's mom? <laughs> Not Honey Boo Boo. <laughs> okay. No way. Okay. Trust me, you see Ruby. You don't forget Ruby. All right. This was before Honey Boo Boo. She's something that cannot be unseen. Child. To say it like that. That's right. All right. Yeah. But, you know, I do agree. I think that um, it, uh, given her druthers, Paula Dean might down a four or 20 turtle burgers. <laughs> I know I would. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, hey y'all. Um, uh, yeah, it's, hmm. it's 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 tough to it's tough to say. Mm. Yeah. In the in the end, it's tough to say. In but, the end, it is. Yeah. Well. About uh, bacon. <laughs> and this is all you know. This is all spawning off of bacon. Maybe what it comes down to is that bacon needs to be something that's savored and it's supposed to be special, not <gasps> overdone. Yeah. Mm. Well. Not to go to Dr. Phil, not to go to Dr. Phil on this, but isn't that the problem or how other countries view the United States of America? Way too over everything, excess, super size, not one piece of bacon, but one pound of bacon. So our love of bacon sums up all of our issues. Right. Maybe. America is fat because of bacon. I don't know. I thought it was because of the cooking channel. Well, Food Network. I mean, it, 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 it definitely. Or McDonald's. It, Which is I, delicious. I've, bacon could be the uh, could be the root evil of what other people think about this country. Mm. In the grand scheme of things. What about Canadian bacon? Uh, well, not bacon. Not bacon. Well, not bacon as we know it. Okay. Certainly, sure. Canadian bacon delicious, especially whenst atop an English muffin. A. Oh, of course. An egg and a piece of melty cheese. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, uh, you know, it's nothing nothing more different than, I guess, uh, what uh, back bacon uh, would be. Mm-hmm. You know? Right. Yeah. It's not my favorite. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No. I'll probably pass on it if there's real bacon to be had. Of course. So given the choice between Canadian bacon and regular bacon, how many times out of ten will you choose regular bacon? A hundred percent times. Eleven times. Wow. Wow. Could be. Could be. Um, is the uh, does anybody know if the basketball game's on right now? Ooh. I don't know, if that, was a, I don't know if that was an eight o'clock game. Or? Not knowing the difference between Kobe and Colby. Right. Ah. I would know. Well. <laughs> there you go. Such as it is. Such as it is. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, here's what we'll do. We'll get out a little early here. Okay. No Bob, uh, no Bob Trudnack. Mm. A shame. Nonetheless, look on your pack. Yeah, at the top. Yes. Go to switch that little top switch to the other direction. There you go. Uh, say that again. No. Sorry. 
There's so many microphones picking up so many different things here. All right, uh, so we'll have to reload Bob Trotting. I'm not sure exactly what happened to him. But I can talk to you quickly about uh, JP Custom Smoke. Look, uh, let me talk to you for a few minutes about them. Folks, you're literally missing out on perfect scores and grand championships if you aren't getting this stuff. Just ask John and Tina Patty. They just walked off with the RGC in Fredonia, Kansas, with a perfect 180 in the rib category. That's right, a 180. Few and far between. How about uh, Growers Hogwash getting an RGC in Topeka, Kansas? How about Whiskey Pit Barbecue grabbing an RGC in Iowa as well? Just to name a few. Look, it's painfully obvious, Centralized, that you are the ones who will benefit from this the most. John has some of the most sought-after rubs on the market today, and it's about time you start enjoying the rewards as well. Here's what you have to choose from. JP's Sweet Rub. JP's Custom Blend for Pork. And brand new to the market, JP Custom Smoke Beef Rub. Look, can't wait to get your hands on all these flavors. I understand. Hit up jpcustomsmoke.com. Get yourself some. And if you don't compete like me, this will have all the neighbors wondering how your barbecue far outshines the rest of the D-bags in the neighborhood. Look, you know I've been talking the last few weeks about JP Custom Smoke Rubs heading to England. Good news, bad news. Good news, the rub will be there soon. Bad news, it has already sold out. You have to be kidding me, right? No. Paul Valentine at the Barbecue Rub and Sauce Company is already out of the JP Custom Smoke Rub, which has to show you how popular this stuff is, right? Best news, you folks in the States can get it right now by going to jpcustomsmoke.com. Don't wait. Start typing right now. Give those fat little fingers a workout. jpcustomsmoke.com, currently ranked 14th overall for the KCBS Team of the Year points race, makers of award-winning rubs for teams right here in the States. Canada now sold out in England already, and it hasn't even showed up. Don't worry, John is sending over more as we speak. JP Custom Smoke, that's JP Custom Smoke. We're coming back with Jim Elser. Sweet Smoke Q right after this. Stick around, we'll be right back. Smoke. Call 877-448-0433 to get on the air. Now, here's your host, Greg Rampey. Big B, Let's go! I'm an outlaw. Give me two shots. We don't need a radio. Bring a jukebox. For my outlaws, bring me three shots. We can race hell before the speed stops. I'm a whiskey drinking SOB. All right, we are back. Then you won't like me. I'm an outlaw. 877 448 Greg at the I'm not sure exactly what happened with Bob Trudnack, but we will uh, reload him probably next week or a week after. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, my next guest is ripping it up in the Florida Barbecue Association this year. Currently ranked number one in ribs, number one in chicken, number one in pork, also sitting atop the FBA Team of the Year standings. And quite frankly, we just don't talk enough FBA on this show, so let's go ahead and start changing that right now. We go to the hotline. Welcome first-timer to the show, Jim Elser, joining me. Jim, how are you, bud? 
I'm good. How are you, Greg? Doing absolutely fabulous, Jim. Appreciate you making time for the show tonight. Uh, Glad to have you. Jim, before we talk about the current reign of terror that you are uh, going through the FBA with right now, maybe a little background about yourself and how you got into the competition barbecue scene. Oh, well, I'm originally from Ohio. Uh, yeah, Buckeye, yeah, baby. Buckeye. Yeah, Buckeye. Want, want the Buckeyes all over the Buckeye. Where, uh, where in Ohio? Uh, the very north or northwest corner, uh, around Toledo. All right, got it. I went to uh, University of Toledo. Um, uh, <clears throat> graduated um, uh, mechanical engineer. So I moved down here uh, about eight years ago. I did a lot of barbecuing in uh, back back home in Ohio for friends and family, and every time we had a get together, they wanted me to make ribs or pork or anything barbecue. So kind of got the hint. So I moved down here to Florida, and one day I was at work, just bored. I was checking around, just barbecuing in the state of Florida. I came across the uh, the Florida Barbecue Association website. So went to a um, Went to a contest in, um, I think it was a Barto back in 2009, and went around trying some different barbecue, and I thought, I can cook better than this. <laughs> so that's, that's how I am where I am today. Jim Elser joining us here on the show. Um, you know, Jim, I have, uh, well, we talk a lot of KCBS on this show, obviously, and I've done some interviews with FBA in the past. I used to actually have presidents on before uh, the last guy that was on, uh, but that's kind of since faded uh, as well for some reason. But if you could, for the people that don't know, can you give me a little uh, differentiator between Florida Barbecue Association and uh, Kansas City Barbecue Society? Well, the, fir- the first uh, real difference is the, uh, you know, the turn-in time. So uh, FBA is uh, every hour we start at 11 for chicken, 12 for uh, ribs, one at pork, and two brisket. And the KCBS, it's every half hour. Um, second is the turn-in boxes. Uh, FBA, we don't put any greenery in there. Uh, we fill it up with meat. Um, other than that, um, there's not really a lot of difference in, in, in the, you know, the taste and tenderness. Do you have a – have you done KCBS competitions before, Jim? Yes. Yeah, I have. Um, I've done uh, probably four or five. There's just not a lot of – a lot of them down here in Florida. Uh, there's a few. Um, we do Lakeland every year, uh, Plant City. I did uh, Sam's Club uh, two years ago, and a few more. Do you have a preference between one or the other? I mean, if, if there were more KCBS events, would you be more apt to, to do KCBS events, or do you like the fact that you don't have to worry about garnishing the box, and I guess some could, could, could consider it focusing on the meat it's a meat contest and that's what's showing in the box yeah i i, I think you know for presentation wise i feel that i you, you can uh, have a better pre- uh, a, a better presentation in the casey best you know you have the greens you got the, you know a couple of putting greens you make it look really good um and the fba you can still make it look good but it's a it's a little you have to be a little bit more creative uh put a lot more meat in the box when i first started off i'm putting uh, the minimum they require, which is you know eight portions. So I was just putting basically eight portions in there, and you know, presentation scores were not doing very well. And did, did a lot of talking to uh, to some guys, and you know they were showing me some boxes, and it's like, wow, you guys really 
load those boxes up. So now I, my boxes are uh, heavy. Um, a couple weeks ago in a, a contest, I put 18 pieces of chicken in a box, and they were not small. That 18, box was 18 loaded. pieces of chicken? 18 pieces. Wow. Are, are these boxes the same size that you would get at a KCBS contest, or are you getting yeah, a little bit bigger boxes? they're standard 9 by 9 Wow. A lot of chicken. A lot of chicken. No doubt. Um, I, you know, ribs, I, sometimes I put in there, there's probably, you know, 18 ribs in there. Um, pork, pork is probably, I, it's, I don't, I've never waited, but it, it feels like a brick. Jim Elser joining us here on the show, a pitmaster of Sweet Smoke Q, website Sweet Smoke, and then the letter Q.com if you want to check it out here while we're talking. Uh, Jim, you're having a great year again, like I mentioned at the top, first in chicken, first in ribs, first in pork, first overall as well for team of the year. You know, what do you attribute to success to? It's really pretty dominating right now. Yeah, I, you know, I did a lot of research online. I mean, I, I spent the last, you know, three, four years just nonstop research. Uh, I put, last year, I took a, uh, took a couple classes. I took a Jimmy Broad uh, Everglades seasoning uh, class, picked up, uh, you know, picked up some pointers there. Um, and then uh, after that, I took a... Dana Hillis's uh, Big Papa's uh, Country Kitchen class, and you know we're doing a lot of the same things. Uh, you, you know the classes uh, you, you'll go there and you know pick up just little things, and you know I, I'm glad I took took the classes. Um, it's just the little things you you don't realize that you're missing, um, and if that's what has helped me. You know, be where I'm. You know, we are today, uh, and, and plus, it helps when you cook consistently. Uh, you know, contest after contest. First of the year, we were not going. You know, we're not going to cook this many contests, but we were starting. You know, we started off in the team. You know, close to the top of the team year, so I just can't stop. You just want to. My goal is to you know win a win a team year in the FBA. So let me ask the crappy question that I have to you. You're first in ribs, you're first in chicken, you're first in pork. Where's the brisket at right now? Uh, the brisket, I do believe it's top five. Uh, brisket, um, I, I either, I'm not saying bombing it, but either I first, second place, or 15th place. I just, you know, I, I've, I've been trying different things um, with, uh, with, with rubs and injections, uh, like my pork, I have a I have a pork injection out that I sell commercially, and then I'm I'm working on a, a brisket one, but I'm just not happy with where it, where it's at right now. So over the summer, I'm going to be doing a little more brisket, you know, practice cook. Do you do you think about getting that brisket to number one as well, so you have like all the categories under your dominance, or is it not really on the the front of your mind like that? It's not really on the front of my mind, but it would be nice. Uh, it's, it's not like I'm, I go in there and like, I want to dominate, you know, the whole thing. I, I just want to go in there and cook consistent and have a good time. You know, we're, 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 we've had some good luck, you know, we've been cooking good. We've just been hitting the right tables, uh, get the right judges and it been, been pretty satisfied. Jim Elser joining us here on the show, Sweet Smoke Q Pitmaster, Sweet Smoke and then the letter Q.com if you want to check it out. Jim, are you sourcing all your meats from like specialty purveyors, or do you get stuff from like the box stores? Um, my chicken I get from uh, a, a local grocery store down here. Um, uh, the ribs, um, 
I'm really not going to say where I got my ribs because ribs, is, I've, I've been having a tough time with ribs. And I found a supplier that, uh, it's not a specialty supplier, it's a, I found some really good ribs. And I think in the rib department, okay. in the category, you have to start out with okay. good, good ribs. It'll go with Just like fire. any other meat, you have to start out. But the ribs are, I like some good, thick, you know, juicy ones, fat ones. Do you, do you see a trend at all? to having to use specialty purveyors to be competitive anymore or can you still turn out some good stuff using like a Sam's or a BJ's or perhaps even your local butcher? Yeah, it, it, pork, pork I use, uh, I, I use just uh, my local butcher, uh, IBP uh, pork butts. Uh, they, they're, they let me go in and, and pick, pick out of the cases so I could uh, pick out of that. Uh, so there's nothing special about that other than they let me go and, and pick Pick what they have. Uh, briskets. I've been cooking uh, Snake Rivers Farm for probably all year. They they've been really doing really good. Um, I I've won with uh, just CAB. I think uh, if you use CAB, it's all in the the marbling. Um, I, I I think I I cook a lot of briskets just to practice cooking. I can go in there and tell that if it's if it's going to be a juicy uh, a brisket just by the marbling. What flavor profiles are you cooking with? I mean, you seem to have it pretty nailed down where you are right now. Uh, what seems to be winning for you? Um, chicken is sweet, a sweet profile. Uh, ribs are very sweet. Um, I, I've, I've had people even cook with me, you know, new, new teams, and I've showed them what I'm doing, and they cannot believe the amount of sweetness I put into those two products. Uh, pork. Pork flavor profile is the opposite. Um, people, they taste my sauce. and like, you're really putting that on your pork. Yes. Um, brisket, I, it's more of a savory. They don't put much sweet on my brisket. Do you use your own uh, rubs and sauces, or do you use products that are already for sale in the market right now? I, I use a combination of both. Um, I, I experiment with, you know, I, I take commercial products and mix them up. Uh, I've used my own uh, in, uh, rubs. Uh, obviously, I'm using my pork, pork injection for my pork. Uh, I, I do inject my I, I do inject my my chicken and brine it, so I have an injection for my chicken. Is, and is I inject that, my uh, brisket. Is the chicken injection something you're making at home, or are you buying something commercially for that? No, it's it's what I'm making at home. All right, so you mentioned that you do have a, a pork injection that you make. Um, what you know? What kind of sets that apart from some of the other pork injections that are on the market? Do you think? You know, yeah, I've, I've tried, and I've, this pork injection I've been developing for probably three years is trying different things, and, and I've tried the, the commercial ones out there, and I'm not saying nothing bad about it. It's just what, when I mix it up. What what differs from my injection is you can pretty much drink the stuff. It, it's uh, it's it's pleasant. It's not like a chemical uh, overpowering kind of thing. Um, if if you if you drink it when it's in the concentrate, it's going to be powerful. But if when you mix it with apple juice or any fruit juice, you can pretty much drink it. And. Uh are we going to give away any of that tonight, by chance, Jim? Yeah, we can. Uh, we can give away a few. 
A few? All right. So uh, we'll yeah. uh, we'll kind of work that in throughout the show. Um, you know, Centralite's always loving discounts as well. So for, for folks that might be getting this, you know, in podcast fashion, which the majority of people do with their convenience, you know, they listen a day or a week or whatever after the fact. Um, any type of discount that you might be offering for them as well? Yeah. Um, if you go to my website, sweetsmoke.com, and uh, type in the uh, the discount code barbecue central barbecue space central. Uh, you'll get a 20% off of all my products on my website until Friday night. All right, uh, until Friday. So uh, we absolutely love the discounts here on the show. So go to sweetsmokeq.com and then the code BBQ Space Central. You said 12%? 20%. Oh, sorry. 20, even better. 8% better. 20%, 20% off the order, and that's good until Friday. So. I uh, got about uh, three days to take advantage of that. Uh, Jim Elser is the pitmaster of Sweet Smoke Q, currently ranked number one in the FBA Team of the Year race. Also, first in chicken ribs and pork. Jim, appreciate the time tonight. Thanks so much for doing it. Hey, thanks for having me. You got it. There he is. Jim Elser, Sweet Smoke Q. Hope you enjoyed a little uh, FBA talk. Rarely. Now, we used to talk FBA. 30% of the time when we were talking competition. Back in the old days when a young buck by the name of Kevin Bevington was present. Outdoor Cooking Channel right now. Kevin Bevington won FBA Team of the Year five years in a row. And then I believe uh, Rob uh, Bagby run it. Uh, Chad's in the chat room here. Did, did Rob win it two years in a row, Chad? There was a, a good string of great champions there for sure. And then some somehow something happened. Somehow I've uh, fallen out of favor with the uh, the powers that be over at the uh, Florida Barbecue Association. Happened to you know happens to the best. What can I tell? All right, uh, we'll come back to wrap up the first hour right after this. Um, gang, you know if you're like me, always trying to think of ways to step the barbecue and grilling game up a notch. No better or easier way to do that than by adding a little butcher's barbecue to your arsenal. Now, no need. For validation here, teams all over KCBS, FBA, IBCA, using and winning categories, overall championships, you name it. Uh, Dave Bosca, premier KCBS cook. He just won his episode of Barbecue Pitmasters on the television a couple weeks ago. He uses all of his own products. No shocker there, of course. And we all know his barbecue, uh, Butcher's Barbecue, well-known for the injections, the pork, the beef, now the prime injection which has combined all the things love from their brisket injection using its award-winning flavor enhancer, its ability to keep your brisket juicy. They've combined it with what has become the competition standard in beef flavor, available for sale right now at ButcherBBQ.com. Now, perhaps you're looking for a go-to rub or sauce. Friends, you have hit the mother load here as well. Butcher's Barbecue, a full line of award-winning rubs, one of my personal favorites, that steak and brisket rub. But I also love the honey rub. That garnered a lot of attention last year, especially with a lot of experts on the Internet. And try the premium rub, especially if you inject with the butchers, because it's formulated to work with that injection specifically. A perfect one-two punch to impress judges and friends alike. And last but not least, my favorite, the Butcher's Barbecue Sweet Barbecue Sauce. Look, when it comes to sauce, I think we can all agree, nobody's pickier than me. I've panned many a sauce here on the show live as it happens. But this sauce, not overly sweet, a nice slice of tang, just the right amount of back-end heat for crying out loud. No liquid smoke. Dave took the time and effort to make a quality sauce and didn't take the pansy's way out by adding that devil's urine, better known as liquid smoke. Look, grab a box of six. It's going to go fast. You're going to thank me later. And no worries about breaking the bank on shipping either. 
Items totaling up to 55 bucks ship at $8.50. 55 to 200 ship at $9.75. Items over $200 free. That adds no money to the total with shipping. It's free. So head on over to ButcherBBQ.com. That's ButcherBBQ.com. And, of course, if you've been screwed by another commercial injection product, you still have it. Don't throw it out. Send it to Dave through the trade-in program, and he'll send you back whatever amount you send to him with his product, making uh, his customers happy, making his competition's customers happy as well. You can only do it at ButcherBBQ.com. Right, we'll, wrap up the, uh, we'll wrap up the first hour right after this. Stick around. We'll be right back. All right, why not give away some stuff for free? Why not give away some sweet smoke Q? Uh, this was pork injection. Uh, we'll do it again a little bit later here this evening. Uh, sweet smoke Q, uh, sweet smoke, and then the letter Q.com if you want to uh, pick up some for yourself. If you don't feel lucky, I understand most of you don't feel lucky. That's fine. Uh, get your fat fingers ready because the first person who sent me an email in the subject line, sweetsmokeq.com. Spell it all out. Sweetsmokeq.com. You can win a bottle of their uh, very successful pork injection, especially in the FBA. You can drink it and it'll taste good. Not concentrate. He said, not me. Sweetsmokeq.com. Spell it out and you can win a bottle of the pork injection. Good luck. Broadcasting live from the Barbecue Central Radio Network Studios in Cleveland, Ohio. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Radio Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rampey. All right, we're back. Uh, five minutes till the top of the hour, 55 past. Remember, I said sweetsmokeq.com, right? I say sweetsmokeq.com. Spell it out. You know what that means, right? SweetSmokeQ.com. Spell it out. So far we have eight losers. Kent, Don, Jason, Andrew, Jenny. All losers. SweetSmokeQ.com. Spell it out. Once again, I goofed with the fat finger. Sorry, Steve. You did. Watch that fat finger. It's dangerous. That's right. No winners yet. Oh, 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 oh. Sweet. 82's Barbecue wins the uh, pork injection. First one to spell dot, D-O-T, dot com. That's, it. That's what spell it out means. Good job, 82's BBQ. Uh, you send me your shipping info at greg at the bbqcentralshow.com and I will forward that over to Jim. He will send out the prize to you. 82's BBQ's as it were. Right, we'll wait for that. Uh, we'll give another bottle of whey at some point during the show. Also a $10 gift certificate to the BBQ Central uh, <coughs> to the BBQ Superstore.com. 
not my, my store. I'm not giving away any gift certificates to my stores. You got to buy it full price. Support the show. Come on. Uh, thanks to Jim for joining me, talking about uh, the FBA and you know what some of those differences are there. I believe there is a different scoring system as well. They go on uh, halves, not just full number discrepancies, and they might have a different starting number. Uh, but they have like 10.5 and uh, 10.8. Look at all these guys now. Andrew, Steve, and Jenny, all guys coming in and a little too late. That's all right. You would have got it at some point. I'm at least somewhat encouraged to know that all I have to do is say it 57 times for you to realize what you have to do to win. That's fine. I got it. I got you. So we have another bottle of Sweet Smoke Q-Pork Injection coming up to give away. We also have a $10 gift card to thebbqsuperstore.com for you to win. Oh, no, 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 no. We're a little too early for that. Oh, now Now we're just being crazy. We're not ready yet. Please. I got all this timed out. I can't go unless I'm ready. It applies for a lot of things. Can't go unless I'm ready. Uh, oh, yeah, right. Autocorrect. Yeah, that's what lost it for you. Autocorrect. Okay. You tell him, sweet brown. Uh, second hour is coming up. Again, with the giveaways, thanks to Jim Elser, SweetSmokeQ.com. Pick up a bottle of his stuff, and uh, we'll step away real quick. I'm going to refuel. You can refuel, too, if you would care to. And uh, we will talk with Mike McLeod, and then uh, we'll talk uh, with these two ladies again in the second hour. Look, a lot of thumbs up going. That must be making a comeback. Thumbs up must be making a comeback. Things that I will not do. Thumbs up. Things I will not do. High five. Not here. Not me. You're not on camera. That's awesome. They're like mugging for the camera. No kidding. Your mic's not on and the camera's not. Wait your turn. Wait your turn. All right. uh, You're listening to the Barbecue Central Show. Uh, We'll be back. Stick around. to have you aboard here for the really big barbecue show we cook because we have to and we grill because we want to fine how's it going <laughs> you have a great show i'm a big fan so what 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 seems to be the problem here this man looks like he's dead and he's in the in the crackle charbono it's all about the charbono dude Succulent fish, what? We ate 54 wiener. Oh, listen, Laverne, you have to shake a face. I'm shaking like a dog shit peach seeds. <laughs> we have top men working right now. Ooh. Top men. All right, just like that, we are into the second hour. Boom. 
Uh, if you want to jump in tonight, 877-448-0433. You can also email Greg at the BBQ Central Show. Um, all that on the lower third. Thanks to uh, Denver Cabins for uh, doing the lower third. That's the uh, industry term. Also, uh, this thing... This, this, this thing is called a bug. And... Uh, that thing is called the bug. Watch, it's going to turn here in just a second. It's really cool. Come on, flip around. <laughs> flip. There it goes. Those are called bugs. Uh, and then you have, you know, sponsors now. Denver's the man. Thank you, Denver. That was awesome. All right. Who's this? Blake Moody. Oh, Blake, why are you... Okay, that's a well-placed station identification that's uh, roughly three minutes behind. No problem. All right. Uh, still to come tonight, Mike McLeod, MMA creative, and the creator of the World Food Championships. And some getting uh, to know my little sister and her friend as well, right around 1035. Uh, no, there is not going to be an Iron Chef drop-in either. We tried that last week. Didn't work out too well with me and Mike Simon. We're working on it, though. He did Twitter me. He was very apologetic. Ain't nobody got time for that. Uh, coming up next week on the show, Derek Riches from bbq.about.com. Also, a guy, I don't know if you know this guy, Trace Arnold from the Ultimate Smoker and Grill. Have you seen this? Go immediately to the Ultimate Smoker and Grill.com. The Ultimate Smoker and Grill.com and see this thing. Look, when he's talking about Ultimate Smoker and Grill, not kidding. It is basically like a 48-foot Peterbilt trailer pit and barbecue thing. It's massive. It's one of the most impressive things ever. So looking forward to that conversation. Uh, The Sam's Club Series rolled into Lexington, Kentucky this past weekend. This was a local qualifier that feeds into the Chesapeake, Virginia regional final, which takes place on September 7th. What was that? Um, top six teams moving on to the regional finals in Chesapeake, Virginia, are as follows. With a 672.57. Government pork. Not government cheese. Let's not confuse. Uh, grand champion with a 671.99. Cunivorous. Third overall, get a cue. Fourth overall, Spittin' Feathers Barbecue. Fifth overall, Brutus and Company. Sixth overall, Little Bit of R&R. Discrepancy of points between first and sixth place. Uh, all Exactly 20 points. 672.5710 takes Grand Champion. 652.5710 takes sixth place. So... Uh, quite a quite a big gap between first and sixth. Usually, at least over this year in Sam's Club Racing, uh, you've seen a lot more tightly contested finishes one through six, uh, especially between Grand Champion and Reserve Grand Champion. So this one a uh, little bit more out of hand, as it were. And then there's this. You know, some of you have been watching this uh, NBA Finals. And perhaps you saw the games in San Antonio where the 11-year-old kid was singing the national anthem at the beginning of the contest. 
Uh, he's a uh, mariachi singer or sings in a mariachi band. Uh, I don't know if you can necessarily have one without the other, but regardless. Uh, my man Sebastian De La Cruz sang the hell out of that song, not once, but twice, and was dressed in his traditional mariachi gear. And boy, did he catch some heat for that. Wow. Um, the idiots of America. You know those idiots. The intolerant, racist, bigoted idiots that are strewn throughout this great nation of ours. The ones who still think that black people should be owned. The ones who think that all Mexicans drive blue, rusted-out pickup trucks and live 78 to a small 600-square-foot house. The ones who still think the KKK are going to make a real comeback. Yeah, those idiots. Doing the very manly thing, of course, taking to the autonomy of Twitter. They were rifling off illegal alien smack and get this kid a green card smack. And the ever entertaining, why isn't an American singing the national anthem? Hey, I get it. All very valid points of contention. Um... Well, except for the fact that all of those reasons are 100% incorrect. Hey, racist D-bags. Sebastian De La Cruz is an American citizen. He was born in San Antonio, losers. Let me give you a quick civics refresher course. If you're born in this country on American soil, you're immediately an American citizen. So to your points, why is this illegal alien singing the national anthem? He's not... Get the kid a green card? He doesn't need one. He's just like you. Why not get an American to sing the national anthem? An American is singing the national anthem. Man. That's when I thought the people couldn't get more ignorant. I'm proven wrong again. It kind of reminds me. Katie, you probably don't remember this. Well, technically, I shouldn't remember this either. Um, I don't know. Maybe, Lindsay, you don't probably uh, remember this either. It kind of reminds me of the deal that you ever hear the singer Jose Feliciano? Perhaps you've heard of this song. Feliz Navidad. Oh, ah, yes. Feliz yeah. on your dog. Right. Yes. Feliz right. on your dog. Uh, Jose Feliciano in 1968 sang the American, the American, the national anthem mm-hmm. at the okay. uh, World Series in Detroit, 1968. Yeah, I Except remember that. up until this point, you don't remember that. What are you talking about? <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs> However, uh, except up until that point, he was a very popular singer here in the States. And then he was public enemy number one when he did his own rendition of the National Anthem. People were pissed. They stopped playing all of his songs on the radio. And for Mm. what? Because he sang an awesome version of the song. And if you've never seen it, obviously you've never, you guys have never seen it. Clearly. But it's completely worth the YouTube watch for sure. Uh, a really great version of the national anthem. So if you have the time or if anybody listening right now hasn't seen it, uh, you really need to go on and see how well, not that, you know, this uh, this little kid sang it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then you need to go see the Jose Feliciano fiasco that actually have some documentary stuff with him that kind of goes back after the fact. And then I think in last year or the year before, Detroit actually brought him back after the 35th anniversary and had him re-sing it. You know, everybody kissed and made up. Sure. So, you know, yeah. to tie it all up, be sure your racist bombs are well-aimed. Do the research first before you let the hate fly. Or better yet, keep your big, fat yapper shut. If you don't have something nice to say. I gotta say. I mean, 
Shut it. If you're singing the national anthem, good. What's the problem? Loves America. Come on. Yeah, yeah. why not? Loves America. Yeah. He is American. Well, that helps. Yeah. Hey, exactly. <laughs> I know Crazy. stuff. God. All right. So what's the one thing that we have learned during the show so far? Don't feed bears. Right? Absolutely. Well, a guy in Anchorage, Alaska, didn't get that notice. Black Bear Mall's man who gave it barbecue meat at church picnic in a park near Anchorage. Folks, I've said it time and time again. Don't feed the bears. Mm -mm. Especially delicious barbecue. You should be eating yourself. Mauled a man at a campground in Alaska, but the animal won't likely threaten other people. The State Department of Fish and Game said spokesman Ken Marr said the bear was pretty much goaded into the attack Saturday near, no pun, uh, near Eklatuna Lake campground north of Anchorage because the man fed it meat from a church barbecue. Man could be charged with illegally feeding wildlife. How's that for salt in your wound? Jeez, you should shoot it and eat it. According to Alaska State Troopers spokesperson uh, Beth Ispin, he had been drinking course went for a bike ride taking some of the food along she said the man came across the bear threw it a piece of meat he then offered the bear another piece of meat that's when it kind of went ballistic Uh oh hey look he's a bear you know thinking about hibernation right mother right. effer wants to eat god there's some you're, good fat you're, on there and too. you're offering it barbecue it's just too delicious is there, I a, turn it down is there any good is there any good that's going to be coming out of feeding a bear. And never. Mm-mm. Especially if you've been drinking uh, prior to that. <laughs> right. I maybe would try to get the bear on the bike. Because <laughs> at that point, why not? You're probably drunk enough not to be that scared of it. That's right. They ride the bikes in the circus. Why not? Yeah. Why not? <laughs> I just turned my mic off. I was turning your mic off. Oh, sorry. Mute yourself, Lindsay. Oh, sorry. No. All right. Uh, we're coming back with Mike McLeod, MMA creative, World Food Championships creator. Uh, but first, let me talk to you about Tasty Lakes Barbecue. Trusted online retailer, longtime supporter of this show. I uh, just spoke with Fred a couple days ago. He wanted me to make sure, as I have been getting this out to you uh, the last number of weeks, that Tasty Lakes now carries Kamado Joe cookers, Meadow Creek cookers, spices, sauces, and accessories. Much of these items are in stock, ready to ship to you directly. Now, maybe you've been looking for Oak Ridge brines and rubs. Have you been looking for the complete line of Plowboys rubs and sauces? Who hasn't? How about the Smoke on Wheels products? Tasty Licks has them all. And, of course, you know by now the Tasty Licks barbecue is your big green egg headquarters, including many items for the egg that you can't get anywhere else. And these big green egg parts are in stock. Also, Tasty Lakes Barbecue Supply, now carrying Harry Sue's new chicken rub. This particular rub is the same one that helped him win eight grand championships last year, as well as being the KCBS Team of the Year in the chicken category. Looking for injections? Tasty Lakes has you covered there as well with all the heavy hitters. Barbecue, barbecue, butcher's barbecue, Cosmos Q, every type of barbecue guru, and their associated accessories. Tasty Licks is a green mountain grill pellet dealer as well, and as Fred says right here on this show, they're providing classes to the public, Fred teaches most of them, but he also brings in some of the top pitmasters on the circuit as well to have them pretty much lay it out from start to finish. Competition classes to be had in Shillington, Pennsylvania. Attention teams. Tasty Licks is your competition headquarters as well. All suppliers for competition teams, pans in different sizes, aluminum trays, gloves, thermometers, turn-in boxes for practice. 
Got to make it your one-stop shop. Tasty Licks, BBQ.com is the place to go. So head on over right now. Enjoy the videos that Fred puts up on his page as well. Plenty to look at. And don't forget the Tasty Looks manufacturers and sells their own line of rubs and sauces as well. You've got to try those. When you order, when you order, drop Fred a line that you heard about him here on this show. Let him know his support of the show is appreciated and that you're going to TastyLicksBBQ.com. That's right. TastyLicksBBQ.com. Mike McLeod, president and CEO of MMA Creative and the creator, the creator of the World Food Championships. Um, just a, a point of clarification here, uh, Ray Lampy. Uh, neither of those girls on the couch are my daughter. The one in the future shirt is my sister. Hello. Uh, we'll be back with Mike McLeod right after this. Stick around. We'll be right back. Live from the Barbecue Central Radio Network Studios in Cleveland, Ohio. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Radio Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rempe. All right, we're back. Let me uh, get my graphic in line here. There it is. What a handsome devil that Mike McLeod. Is the game on? Let me pull up Mike's number here. Now, if I go 0 for 2 tonight for guests, there's going to be a fist fight. There is going to be a fist fight. 877-448-0433. Greg at the BBQ Central Show.com. Uh, Adam Hawthorne saying, hey, uh, barbecue the bear. Damn right, barbecue the bear. Menace to society. Don't. If I've said it once, I've said it twice. Don't feed the bears for crying. Worst idea. Why are you going to be feeding bears? All right, my first uh, first guest tonight here in the second hour has been a guest a number of times here on the show. You can find him as the president and CEO of MMA Creative, a PR firm that handles a number of high-end clients, which also includes the Kansas City Barbecue Society. Also, the creator of the very popular and ever-growing World Food Championships, Let's go ahead and race over the hotline. Welcome back. Good friend of the show, Mike McLeod, joining us. Mike, how are you, buddy? Hi, Greg. I'm very great. How are you? I'm absolutely fabulous, Mike. Appreciate you asking. Uh, where are we finding you tonight uh, amongst the great United States? I think this is the second time you have found me in the great music city uh, capital of the world, Nashville, uh, which I affectionately refer to as home. So, All right. Nashville it is. Back on the home front. Cool. Uh, all right, so let's get into, or I guess not let's get into, but let's start with the World Food Championships here a bit, Mike. Uh, first off, for the new listeners and for the folks who maybe aren't familiar with the WFC, uh, how about a little brief explanation of what it's all about and, uh, I guess, piggybacking on that, why you felt it was important to have such a competition? Uh, great. Uh, I'd be happy to start there. The, the World Food Championships, in our opinion, is the it's a silver thread strategy to to all of the competitions that occur throughout America and throughout the world in some respects, uh, in barbecue, chili, burger bashes, um, et cetera. We, after eight or so years of working in the food festival, food sport arena, 
it dawned on us uh, that there wasn't really a, a Super Bowl of um, of food. That if you won Memphis in May, or if you won the Royal, or if you won the Jack, um, that you had bragging rights as much as anyone. So we we decided to to create a um, a tournament of champions and let people who have already uh, won a, a fantastic event somewhere uh, come to Vegas and go up against other people who have one similar and, and prestigious event and see who was the best. So we, we created the World Food Championships. It, um, uh, it was born from our love for barbecue festivals and chili festivals, but expanded to, to become the, yeah, what we sometimes refer to as a Westminster Kennel Club of, of food. So it, it covers seven categories, uh, which it will again this year. Uh, this year it's barbecue, chili, burger, sandwich, uh, dessert, recipe, which will have a pasta focus. And, of course, everyone's favorite, bacon. Uh, we're going <laughs> to see what uh, competitors can come up with in, in their bacon minds and and uh, see if they can indeed bring home the bacon. So um, it, it's a it's a three-day, uh, four-day, all-out food site that uh, this year will take on a tournament-style format. It will have um, two days of qualifying in an open round, which will take us to 10 semifinalists on Saturday, and then we'll have a winner from each category that goes on to the final table on Sunday. So um, it's very exciting. It's maturing and becoming a uh, a very desired and very sought-after um, event from not only a competitor standpoint but a corporate standpoint. And we're pretty excited about it. So that's, um, to use another food fun, that's uh, it in a nutshell. Mike, let me ask you a quick question. I'm getting a couple of these in the instant chat uh, in repetition. Can one team qualify for more than one of the seven disciplines? Or once you qualify for one, you kind of excluded yourself from the other ones? Once you're in, you're in. Uh, so we, uh, I think we had some confusion or questions about that last year. This year we're... I'll make it very clear that uh, you you compete in one category, and uh, you need to compete the best that you can in that category. We may have ancillary programs, which means we, like a KCBS competition where you have a fifth category or sixth category, we may have some elective competitions that are special sponsor-related that occur on a Thursday or a Friday uh, outside of the, the, the real competition round for a particular category. But if you're going to enter in the bacon category, you can't enter into the barbecue category, vice versa. And the same holds true for any other uh, official category. All right. So once you've registered for a particular category, then you're not going to be uh, going into anything else, pretty much. You're, you're making your final no, no, no. decision if, right there. If you, you, could, you could qualify for numerous categories. Uh, you might qualify for a, for a bacon position based on what our automatic qualifiers are, or you might qualify for uh, a barbecue competition, but you need to choose which one you're going to compete in. Um, in that particular situation, it might be easier to win, for example, the bacon category, because there are going to be 50 competitors uh, as a maximum there, but in the barbecue category, there's more money up for grabs. It's a $50,000 prize per, so you have to make a decision which one you want to go into. Dave, let me diverge here just for a second, because we talked about it in the first hour at length about this bacon. 
haven't we gotten to a point where it's baconed out, or have we yet scratched? The, I mean, we got bacon flavored condoms, we got bacon flavored coffee now, bacon flavored mayonnaise. Is it just too much bacon now for one to uh, be palatable, or have we not scratched the surface yet on bacon? Now, Greg, I can't believe you left out bacon bikinis. Of course, I mean, I, list. I thought I thought we knew. That was one of those unspoken knowns, right? <laughs> um, we we may very uh, very well be seeing the peak of bacon, um, but but that that crest uh, that wave has not crested or it is cresting. I, I don't know. I'm not smart enough to to determine if it's a uh, fad or a trend, but it is very popular right now, and it was so popular as we were making our plans for 2013 that um, we, we knew that if we created a category called bacon, that there would be a lot of interest, and by George, we were we were right on that one. So I'm, I'm eager to see what happens. I don't, I don't know if it's going to be something that lasts uh, into 2014 or 2015 and beyond, but um, uh, now bacon is, uh, bacon is the it category. Mike McLeod joining us here on the show, president and CEO of MMA Creative. Uh, some websites as well to check them out, MMACreative.com or WorldFoodChampionships.com. Uh, while we're talking, you can go ahead and check those out. Uh, are, is, as far as the barbecue, obviously this is a barbecue-themed show. Is it the traditional you know, four meats? Is anything being held back? How is that whole process working? We are holding back a cat- um, a. a- and me, we, we try not to make it KCBS-driven, even though we use some KCBS-judging uh, processes. Um, we want to invite MBN and NEBS and uh, the, all the other uh, barbecue-sanctioning uh, bodies. So we, we mix it up a little bit. It's I think this year, you have to look at the, the website specifically to... And I should know this. I apologize. I've had my mind on a lot of other things here lately. But I think there are only... So there's three or four... Um, things that you have to enter in the barbecue category, but it's not like a KCBS or not just like an MBN. For example, you don't have to do whole hog, and I don't think you have to do chicken. So it's going to be probably pork, ribs, and um, uh, brisket, if I remember correctly. Don't don't quote me on that. Look at the website, worldfoodchampionships.com. Is there going to be a date when that last meat gets released, or is that going to be a reveal that happens during the weekend itself to kind of test the... I think... No, no, it's all it's all public uh, oh, okay. now. I, I believe um, all of it's going to be um, known well in advance. Uh, the four, the four, three or four meets, whatever we're requiring on that um, that one. We're putting them all on one day. We've got a, for example, Thursday's going to be an ancillary bonus prize purse uh, type competition day, and then Friday's going to be the the serious um, uh, points counting category uh, day. And all, all of those uh, meets will be on the same day. All right. So, what about this uh, prospect that I'm hearing of a TV show around this event? What can you tell me about that? Well, I wish I could tell you a lot. Uh, I know quite a bit about it. Um, I, I'm still going through a lot of paperwork and some red tape, and we're we're trying to finalize some things. But I, I think the safest thing for me to say right now is that there's going to be a TV program around the World Food Championships. We are uh, coupled with a a fantastic production firm out of Hollywood, which uh, we should be making an announcement about uh, tomorrow or Thursday. It will be this week. Why tomorrow, um, Mike? We're on the air tonight. Why tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> well, 
I did everything I could, Greg, to get uh, get it through legal today, and I was just uh, unsuccessful at doing that, so I apologize to you. I wanted you to break the news. Um, but you are the first person I've told uh, in any kind of media that there's going to be a for-sure TV program. Um, so I hope that it's uh, welcome news on to your viewers. Yeah, that's absolutely. Now, this production company isn't based out of Chatsworth, is it? Uh, Chatsworth, Georgia? or <laughs> No, Chats- Chatsworth, California. <laughs> I'm not familiar with Chatsworth, California. It might be. I, I, uh, I, I'm going to have to plead the fifth on that one. <laughs> that's, a, that's a bad joke on my part. Sorry. It's like the, it's, 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 it's like the, uh, the porno capital of the world. <laughs> oh, I got you, got you. Well, let's go back to the bacon bikinis, and we'll talk about that for a second. That's right. There you go. Uh, no, it's not, it, then it's not based out of Chatsworth. No, it's not true. It's based in Hollywood. All right, so let me uh, sidetrack just for a second here. As far as, you know, TV, uh, what do you think about the, the barbecue shows that have been on TV over the last, let's say, two, three years? you think it's good? Are they bad? Are they promoting barbecue in the best way possible? I, I don't think TV ever promotes a real sport in the best way possible <laughs> from, from football to, uh, to duck hunting, to, um, storage wars, whatever you want to look at. I, I think TV looks for the sensational and for the drama related stuff, um, instead of really promoting it in, in the fashion that we're familiar with. And, and we've seen that to be the case in barbecue in the past, but I think TV has gotten better, um, at promoting barbecue. I think, um, it has under, it's gotten to where the producers have gotten to where they understand it better. They're, they're always looking for characters. They're always looking for a little drama, uh, which includes people you love and people you don't love in TV. So I understand what they're trying to do. And overall, I think it's great for the industry. Any more, uh, attention we can get to barbecue, to chili, to food, sport in general is, is good for the industry. And, um, I welcome all comers in, in the TV production land to, to our world. So we, we keep dropping the term sport, and you know I'm wondering, since you've said it three or four times just in the last uh, 35 seconds, do you consider competition barbecue to be a sport or uh, you know chili cooks off uh, chili cookoffs to be a sport? Absolutely. I've, I've totally uh, come to understand and embrace that uh, terminology, and I'm trumpeting it at every chance that I can in boardrooms across America and um, Hollywood production meetings. The um, if it weren't a sport, and and the fact that TV is waking up to it as a sport, you wouldn't see on shows like Top Chef and and et cetera uh, a countdown, a thirty to ten second to a five three two one. You wouldn't see um, sanctioning bodies like KCBS giving people a ten minute window, and if you miss it by one second, you're disqualified. So yes, it's a sport. It's um, it is a culinary art form put into a uh, sporting environment, and one of one of the things that we are completely focused on at the World Food Championships and through my company Tribe and MMA Creative is leaving a legacy um, long after we're gone that um, that, that people appreciate uh, great barbecue teams, great food. Uh, competition teams as true athletes in and of their own right. Uh, they practice it, they nourish it, they study it, they uh, formulate it, they they go at it just like uh, a Michael Jordan does in, to his sport or a Tiger Woods in his sport. So, yes, 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 I, I think it is a food sport. 
Mike McLeod joining us here on the show, MMACreative.com, WorldFoodChampionships.com as well, the websites if you want to check them out. Mike, what changes did you make or what did you learn from that inaugural event last year in regards to World Food Championships that you said you weren't going to do that again or you were going to do that again? Well, we we learned that it's um, a very expensive endeavor to throw a world-class event in Las Vegas. Um, we, we've learned how to be more operationally efficient and fluent, uh, this year. We started earlier. We've got sponsors on board quicker. Um, we have taken a hard, long, serious look at our venue. Uh, we've made a change in our venue. Um, we have, um, uh, we have focused on the core of what we do, which is putting on a great, food sport event and then we we've we're going to focus less on the ancillary programs which are uh vip treatments and things of that nature those those things are going to take care of themselves as sponsors more corporations get involved as more venues um are invited to the dance so we will have consumer experiences but that's not the number one focus of what we're doing the world food championships for and about uh, so we're going to stay, uh, we're going to major in the majors, minor in the minors. That was the, the big lesson uh, that we learned last year. All right, so let's switch up gears, Jared, just a little bit. Um, switch out of World Food Championships, go into a little bit of Sam's Club. As far as an update that's concerned, roughly six months into the series right now. Lots of really close qualifying and some really close regional events as well. Uh, seems like only a week or so ago we were just starting to talk about the new season, and you know now we're racing to the culmination in Bentonville in just a few short months. How is this season going compared to the past ones, and how happy is Sam's Club with how things are progressing right now? First of all, I think it's going extremely well. Uh, it is a uh, it continues to be more and more competitive, and um, it continues to to introduce itself to more and more consumers, and that was the big objective that Sam's Club had this year was to find a way to spread the knowledge and the wealth and the awareness of the barbecue competition industry uh, to its markets. So it, it involved other Sam's Clubs in a particular market from a mar- um, from an advertising standpoint and a promotional standpoint. So from that angle, uh, everything that we're tracking and everything that we can monitor, everything that we can glean from Sam's, who is a very good corporate partner, they're not trying to hold anything back from us. Um, everything points toward a very successful season, and I think they're, they're going to be pleased, and um, I think we will have the basis for, for expanding it further next year. Mike McLeod joining us here on the show. Uh, Mike, are, are there any items that you see being implemented for next year at this point, or is that something that has to be done after the last contest has been finished? For the Sam's Club program, yeah. For the Sam's Club, yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's something we we go into serious deliberation and discussion about uh, toward the end of the season. Our our national championship uh, for them, which occurs in Bentonville in October, uh, as we go into and out of the championship, there's about a two week period there where where my team and the uh, all the, the the significant relevant people in the Sam's Club environment uh, come together. We discuss. Um, uh, not only the championship, what we're going to do from an entertainment standpoint for the public, et cetera, uh, but we we really take a hard look. We we raise the hood, look at the engine, and determine is it what we expected? Is it running well? Is it running smoothly? Should we 
add another piston to it? Should we put some more um, adrenaline into it? How do we make it better for next year? So it's a little bit early to give you that kind of insight uh, because I don't even have it. Um, but uh, we, it will be a, a major topic of conversation in October. So finally, let's switch gears again and, and get into a little bit of the KCBS, which is kind of you know how we were introduced initially. How are things with KCBS, and what events are coming up that you think are particularly exciting? Well, every event at KCBS is exciting. I wish I could go to every single one of them. We're <laughs> we're from from a platform standpoint, from an, um, a board standpoint, we're, we're starting to look at ways to help all of the constituents in KCBS, be it teams, be it judges, be it contest reps, be it uh, promoters and, and organizers. So we're introducing new ways to uh, help promoters uh, entertain their, con- their consumers at the local level, break down the barrier between what's going on in barbecue competition and what is barbecue and grilling, what's the difference between the two. Um, and we're looking at a couple of broad-based initiatives that we can bring to the table that would be good um, uh, from a nonprofit mission-related standpoint. I can't, I can't give you a whole lot of details about it, but I think 2014 is going to be an interesting year for KCBS as a whole uh, because we're going to try to leverage um, the, the, the new... There's probably forty to 50,000 people in America that are related to KCBS in some uh, serious, active way. So we're we're looking at a couple of things that that everyone can get behind and raise the flag and do something good for uh, not only uh, a particular contest or their community, but for the nation as a whole. Uh, those are the kinds of things that we're talking about right now. That's why the, I'm very encouraged by the board of directors right now. They're very future leaning and and forward thinking. So it's um, it's a good time uh, for KCBS. I'm very very proud of my association with them and very proud of uh, where they are at this moment. You know, Mike, we've talked about competition barbecue over the last you know, couple of years since you've been coming on the show and uh, you've seen it get on television more and more. You've seen the increase in competition events across the country, whether it be through somebody like a KCBS or a Florida barbecue association or any of the other barbecue organizations that are out there now. There seems to be some type of a, a of a faction, whether it be, it's not NFL. It's, uh, you know, it, it almost like harkens me back to the old days of pro wrestling. You know, now it's all WWE, well, you know, what was the old WWF. But back in the day, there was, you know, regional W or uh, professional wrestling sanctioning bodies all across the country. And then eventually it homogenized over the years. And, and this is what you have now with WWE. Do you foresee something like that happening with competition barbecue where, you know, these different factions will actually mold into something a little bit bigger and almost going into, you know, let's say like a NASCAR type of a thing. There's always seems to be this big comparison between where barbecue is now and how NASCAR started. Do you see do you see that and do you see like a culminating one big unifying body for competition barbecue over the next three, four, five years? That is a great question. Um, if I were smart enough to answer that, I'd probably um, um, be making a lot of money in Las Vegas doing something other than food sports. <laughs> right. But um, I, I, I believe that there is a there is a national trend and a national reason for a universal body. But I also believe in in localized. Um, community-oriented event. 
I don't know how those two are going to mesh. I don't know how, from a regional con, um, regional perspective, uh, those those two things are going to work together or work against each other or or not. So I, it's hard to predict what's going, coming down the line. But I I would love to see. You know, one one of the reasons that we created the World Tour Championships is is to to glorify all of them in, in a respect that brings that national NFL type flavor to to the table. Um, is is the WFC going to be that unifying body, or is you, or are you going to see a leader in the industry like KCBS step up and create um, uh, a, a universal barbecue uh, body that has different contingencies? I don't know. I can't speak on behalf of the board for KCBS. Um, and at the World Food Championships, uh, which I can speak for, we're we're looking at food sport across the board, not just barbecue. So I, I have I, I have an eye on what you're looking at. I just don't have an ultimate answer for it yet. It's a great question. Uh, Mike McLeod is the president and CEO of MMA Creative, also the creator of World Food Championships. The website's MMACreative.com and WorldFoodChampionships.com. Mike, always appreciate the time. Thanks for coming on tonight, buddy. Absolutely. Enjoy it, Greg. You got it. There he is. Mike McLeod. Class act, buddy. Absolutely. Ran a little long with him, but given the uh, guest uh, success tonight, why not uh, take it when you can get it when it's still coming out really well? No. That didn't sound good at all, did it? All right. Good. We're moving on. He got me with the barbecue bikini joke. Uh, I got him with the porno joke. Okay, great. Who's more proud of that? All right, folks, uh, public service announcement from Stephen DeFranco, barbecue jeweler to the stars. Looks uh, late, looks ladies, wives, girlfriends, whatever. Did you screw the pooch and forget the Father's Day gift this past Sunday? Oh, my Lord. Let's not even talk about it. Let's make things right right now. Go to stephendefranco.com. That's D-I-F-R-A-N-C-O, stephendefranco.com. And then peruse the inventory. Watches. And diamond ear. Well, there's a good chance your husband's probably not going to want diamond Or your boyfriend. Maybe you have a same-sex lover. Guess what? I don't care. Make it right. If you forgot the Father's Day, make it right. Uh, especially with the watches. I mean, you know what you get when you get a watch from Stephen DeFranco. It's where I get all my watches, and yes, I pay for them. Uh, you go to stephendefranco.com. You go to the watches, whether it be ladies or gents. You peruse the inventory. Then you give them a call. 440-943-2700. That's 2700-440-943-2700. When somebody answers the phone, ask for Steve. He will get on the phone. Steve is not the general manager or I'm going to talk to my sales manager and see if we can work this deal. Steve owns the joint. This isn't some chain joint where you're not going to get the, the real man in charge. Steve owns it, and he's going to give you the best price you can possibly get. Uh, typically, you're saving 40, maybe even 50% off of a fine timepiece like an Accutron bowl of a watch or a Precisionist, or he's also got those uh, cottage watches from Philip and Company. And then, you know, if you're buying for the ladies uh, or the males, you know, there's all sorts of different type of jewelry he's got there. The rings, uh, the earrings, the bracelets, the anklets, the glass jewelry. He's got artisan wood bowls for crying out loud. No potheads, not bowls. You go to stephendefranco.com. That's stephendefranco.com. Then you call him, 
440-943-2700. That's 440-943-2700. Ask for Steve. Tell me you're a barbecue brother or sister. You listen to the show every Tuesday. You want the hookup, and he's more than happy to do it. Don't forget, everything ships for free. You get graving on, engraving on certain items, gift wrapping for free, stress-free shopping, and you're saving money. What could be better than that? If you're local, stop in. Talk to Steve. Talk to your off about barbecue. Ben will give you a great deal on jewelry. What could be better than that? StephenDeFranco.com, proud sponsor of this show. We'll be back right after this. So your chance to win another bottle of Sweet Smoke Q injection. Stick around. That is a... stuff away people give us stuff on the show to give away at no money for you that's why it's free send an email on its way when i tell you to that's why we give stuff away all right we are back wait a second it's on you. <laughs> The ninja, ladies and gentlemen. Watch out. Ninjas are here. Uh, your chance to win a Sweet Smoke Q, pork injection. Sweet Smoke Q. Dot com, uh, letter Q. Sweet Smoke Letter Q. Dot com. Uh, all you have to do is shoot me an email. And then, in the subject line, ninja behind me. That's what you have to write. Ninja behind me. Spell it right. <laughs> Spell it right. For your chance to win Sweet Smoke Q Pork Injection, a $10 gift card coming up uh, after the next break. Uh, Stick around. We'll be right back. Good luck. Big name interviews, advice on cooking brisket and ribs, and the only host willing to share his honest opinion on all things important in the world of barbecue. It's the Barbecue Central Show. All right, uh, Ninja, Ninja, my New York accent coming through. Ninja behind me. Ninja behind me. Behind. A lot of people saying Ninja be Heine. Not Heine. Ninja behind me. There you go. Airbox. Got to email it in, though, if you want to win. Your chance to win. All right, and here they come in. Uh, First person in. With a ninja behind me. Uh, what? What is this? Oh, somehow this still. Oh, I didn't fade it out. That's what it was. Hello. First time on the show tonight, folks. I'm just a fill-in host. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Who is this? There is somebody by the name of. Pitmaster, which is Tasty Meat BBQ. Tasty, okay, uh, Pitmaster, you win. Ninja behind me. Uh, I don't have a name, but if you are Pitmaster at TastyMeatBBQ.com, sorry, you might get spammed. You won. You're going to have to email me your shipping info. I'll get that down to uh, Jim Elser, and he will hook you up. One more prize tonight. Don't forget. 
$10 gift card to the BBQ Superstore.com. Uh, I'm guessing uh, Corey is a trader, is the guy that won? Corey, is that you? You go ahead and send me your, uh, your stuff. What's going on here? This is crazy. All right. Uh, let's welcome back into the show special guests, Katie and Lindsay. Well, hello. Go ahead and unmute yourself there, Lindsay. Hey. There you go. So nice of you. All right. So um, here's the question. Mm-hmm. As uh, two chicks who probably have about zero interest in the inner workings of the barbecue and grilling industry, you've been sitting through you know, roughly uh, two interviews of it because mm-hmm. one guy dropped out. You, right. You know, right. your thoughts. Did you have any idea that... Uh, can't see your face. Oh, details. Go. That's right. Um, any, any thoughts on... Did you know the industry was this intricate? Did you know there was this much stuff to talk about? Did you just think it was going to be me giving recipes? You know, what did you think? Well, being a frequent listener of the show, I feel like I do know. Thank you. Yes, you're welcome. Fishing for compliments. Oh, anytime. I feel like I know more than most, although I did get schooled on what nebs meant earlier. All so. right. All right. So just for uh, to know the show, what does nebs mean? New England Barbecue Society. Right. Oh, right. that's right. Now, New England Barbecue Society is not uh, one that uh, siphons their own rules or anything like that. Mm. Uh, they are a regional organization, and they put on events. And they actually might have contests that have their own rules, but then they also adopt a lot of uh, KCBS stuff because they're you know, KCBS is a big rule sanctioning body, right? Yeah, so uh, they, they like bring, you a lot. Yeah, and uh, Patrick Paquette saying Nebs rocks. So oh. I think you're giving a little New England love. Holla, uh, Nebs rocks. Lindsay, you're probably not a frequent listener to the show. You're not offending me because I, I know you're not. Um, <laughs> what are your thoughts of the show this evening? Well, I didn't know that it was uh, as much of a sport as it is. Typically, you're thinking of barbecue as what? Big. Is delicious. Fat yes. guys. Yes. Fat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that fat guys couldn't possibly be in the midst of a sport because they're fat. Fire sumo. I think they do a lot of shock put too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well. Or hammer throw. You know, if if golf is a sport, mm-hmm. is it? If bowling is a sport, mm. if archery is a sport, mm. gun shooting is a sport, synchronized By swimming, golly, barbecue. Well, be a sport. no, synchronized swimming is different. You need to be physically well, fit yeah, to do just, synchronized mm-hmm. swimming. You need to have some true. type of lung yeah, capacity. Of all right, so uh, we've perhaps opened your eyes to a new, a whole new industry. Mm-hmm. You're find wildly entertaining. Oh yeah, definitely. And delicious. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Mostly delicious, probably. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. Uh, so, Katie, uh, just for a little background here, Katie and Lindsay were roommates at the Kent State University. Kent, well, as we call it here in this house, because my wife is a doctor professor over at Kent State Ashtabula. There's a number of different. Uh, Satellite branches, Trumbull, mm. Stark, uh, Stark. Mm-hmm. There is a Giaga. There is a, the one with the, the T. The twins, the Twinsburg. Yeah, yep. well, that's mm-hmm. that's probably a Giaga. Um, no, that's not Giaga. That's mm-hmm. Twinsburg. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then there's Kent, Maine, mm-hmm. which Main is campus. where you guys went. Correct. Now, yes. both of you accepted into the prestigious, really Kent design program. Mm-hmm. That's right. I mean, this, this, not just any hack can get into this thing, right? Sure. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, so let's 
Hello. Careful with feet. You're moving cameras over there. Oh. Sorry. Um, what, uh, Lindsay, with your, what are you doing now that you have a found graduation with this uh, hard to get into uh, college? What are you doing right now? You mean my, my profession? Yes. Right now? Where do you work? Um, I work at Nordstrom. I'm a manager. All right. Yeah. Now, would you say that this is something that you went to school for specifically? Not exactly. What did you like? What was your focus in the design? Um, conceptual design. I wanted to um, to work in a at a, de- a designer house somewhere. Right. Yes. You want to mm-hmm. design a house, like interiorly design? No, no, no. Like a designer label. Oh, designer yeah. house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, mm-hmm. somebody <laughs> doesn't know the lingo. <laughs> I didn't know what Nebs was. You don't yeah. know what a design house yeah. is. Design cool. house, right. I thought you said you wanted to design a house. Well, that too, Everybody. sure. That Who would doesn't? be fun. Why not? Right. And then, uh, Kate, you were also in the same program. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, now, from what I remember, mm-hmm. this was years ago, 15, 20 years ago. Almost, yeah. Um, yeah. There's like the, 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 the material part, but then there's, is there like a, a web portion of it that's Correct. separate? Yes. Lindsay right. did the conceptual track, which was mm-hmm. lots of hand drawing. Mm-hmm. And I did the technical track, which focused more on computer work. So I'm proficient with Illustrator and Photoshop and things of that nature. All right. So obviously it goes without saying, where, uh, with this degree, the hard to get in school, where are you at right now? I'm currently making millions uh, selling my ideas on infomercials that play at around four in the morning. Yes. Yes. For instance. For instance, um, I made the sticky glue that is on the back of post-it notes. Hey. I don't think you did well before your time. Mm, That may have been a Romy and Michelle movie. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, No, I'm currently working at a good yarn in uh, Sarasota, Florida where I am the in-house designer, and I'm also doing a design competition on the Fiber Factor. Oh, hello. Uh-oh. It's a bug. It's a bug, sorry. Hey, when that happens. Ugh. Uh, where I'm uh, doing a design competition through October, so mm-hmm. that's exciting. And is this something that like people could go and uh, vote on, or, or what? Um, not currently, but if you're interested in seeing what's going on, you can go to thefiberfactor.com, well, but only if you clap your hands. Wow. The fiber, right. Uh, right. The fiberfactor.com, <laughs> F-I-B-E-R. That's right, yes. All right. Fiberfactor.com. And then that, you, you, but you, nobody can vote for that. Like, Centralized just couldn't go to Fiberfactor, look for you, and start voting. I wish you could. Yeah. But unfortunately, there's not that option Mm-mm. right now. No. Right, hold on. Do you believe you in it? fairies? I think I got them. Yay! Careful with Good the t- mic. Hot oh, mic. whoa. Yep. All right, so uh, earlier, and I'm getting a lot of instant chat about this right now, we were talking about hooking... Hooking, yes. Now, uh, you know, you're with the yarn. Uh, that fly is going to just take me off track. That's okay. Mm. What is this? Uh, what is it called? Loop and pearl? Hook and pearl? Hook and loop? Ah. Stitch? Okay, so hooking. Singer? Really refers to crocheting. It's a way of making fabric. It's not knitting. Yeah. Crocheting just uses the hook. Knitting uses the two sticks. Oh, all right. You want, to take a, you want to take a phone call? Oh, sure. Yes, absolutely. Why not? I, I always think, what better during a live Nothing internet could go wrong. web-based show than to uh, take a phone call? We yeah, go to uh, area code 334. Name and where you're calling from. Adam Hawthorne. How you doing, Greg? Adam. Looking Adam. Up. Adam, uh, say hello to my sister Kate and her friend Lindsay. How y'all doing? Howdy. Hi, good. Uh, Adam, what can we do for you tonight? 
Well, I don't know. I was about to fall asleep. I want to talk about barbecue. Oh. <laughs> Adam, why, we're talking about uh, hooking. That hurt my feelings. There's some real well, night- I was just I was about to fall asleep, and I said, listen, I got to call in. I got to call <laughs> in. I got to finish this show out strong for the next uh, eight minutes. For the next eight, watch out. Well, uh, you know, the good news is that, uh, well, good or bad news, depending on who you're talking to. Uh. Uh, this was kind of an impromptu uh uh, visit actually for my sister who I haven't seen like in two years. That's right. Mm-hmm. And said, "Hey, Saturday." She calls. She's like, "Hey, I'm going to be up in your neck of the woods." I was like, "Hey, go ahead and stop up, sit well, in on yeah, the show." I, I got in the email when I, I seen that. I seen that that's what was happening. But but uh, I said, you know, let me call in. Let's talk about some barbecue. All well, right. damn. I mean, I'll talk about barbecue. Yeah. All right. Sure. Bring it. Bring it strong, Adam. You're on the. You're on the. You're on the hook now. No pressure. Well, if you screw this you, up, I was just glad that you had the FBA. Uh, sweet smoked barbecue. I had the, I had the uh, chance to compete against him in Dothan, Alabama, in April, and uh, I don't remember what he finished, but I know he finished strong, and he's a he's a great guy. All right, that's great. Uh, I mean, he's certainly uh, somebody to contend with, right? Hmm. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Where did you finish, now, Adam? I've been in the business. I've been in barbecue for four years now, and I haven't heard of him. I'm in an FBA, and so as far as I'm concerned, he come out of nowhere. But uh, he is he is strong. Hmm. Yeah, very dominant uh, right now with uh, three categories uh, sitting atop, and then also uh, FBA Team of the Year as well. Uh, I so know. I mean, ever since I started FBA, it's always Rub Bagby, it's always Dana Hillis, it's always Forrest Dilmer, and now all of a sudden it's Sweet Smoke. Yeah, he's uh, really come out of nowhere. So uh, certainly. Uh, Certainly one to watch for FBA, and you know we'll see if he doesn't creep over to some of the other sanctioning bodies. Um, what else you got for me tonight, Adam? Well, let's see how much more time we got. What do you want to talk about? Oh, Adam, no offense, buddy, but I got guests in the house tonight. So I'm going to let you go. Thanks for the call. Um, all right, so obviously people don't want to hear about you know whatever it is you guys got. Well, maybe he should drive 18 hours here and come talk about what he wants I to talk know. about. What are you yeah, talking about? Spurs are up by 12. Oh. Bastards. <laughs> wow. Ain't nobody I, got time for that. Uh, I like uh-huh. that. I'm not a big LeBron fan. All right. So uh, during your time at Kent, you also, uh, some of you studied, you both went abroad, right? Yeah. You Word. Both, right. So, uh, mm-hmm. Lindsay, what did you think about this Italy? I loved it. It was beautiful. What were like the, the, your biggest takeaways from Italy? Like, would you move there and live there? Well, I don't know Italian, so no. If you knew, okay, so if you knew Italian, it would be that much more attractive. Yeah, definitely. All right, uh, Katie. Was delicious. Well, couldn't be better. People think I think there is a unfair stereotype that mm-hmm. people think that when you're in Italy, all there is is pasta. Oh yeah, mm. no, no. Is it? Wait, I didn't eat pasta that often. Is actually, it, is it mostly seafood? Mm, no, no. I didn't see much seafood no. actually. Mm-hmm. Well, what is it? Like, what do you eat there? I did eat a lot of pasta. You did? Yes, personally. Kate, what did you think of Italy as a whole? Um, Just, you know, as an American going to a different country. I couldn't wait to get back to America. Really? (laughs) Yes. You hated it? It was not my favorite. Get that big stuff out of here. Now, where were you exactly? We were in Florence. Is there a different part of Italy that potentially could have been... Uh, more of a saving grace, like if you went to yes, I think almost Ferrari any other place would have been Lamborghini. for me. It was well, that bad. Well, we went to Siena on a side trip, and that was way nicer. Mm-hmm. Smelled nicer, looked nicer. The mm-hmm. people were nicer. Hmm. 
Yeah. Lindsay, would you rather been somewhere else? I liked Florence. Did, did you get the training you were hoping for? Or did you just basically switch landscape and still take class? Basically. Yeah. Yeah, that was it. We didn't even get teachers from the area. Yeah. They were brought with us, too. Oh, they were. wonderful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then from there, you transitioned over to New York City right. for the rest of that semester. Yes. Uh, Lindsay, had you been to New York City prior to that? No, I hadn't. It was my first time. What did you think? Amazing as well. Mm-hmm. Would you have rather lived in New York or in Florence? New York. I mean, yeah, you know, uh, language barriers For the most prohibited. part, a lot of people speak English there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, correct. Yeah. yeah. But you, you wouldn't, if you were, if you could speak both uh, English and Italian fluently, you mm-hmm. would pick New York City? Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. There's a lot more going on. People actually go to work and stay there. Right. Yeah, yes. Right. All day. Mm-hmm. Right. Even Sunday. Sometimes people yeah, will sometimes. go to work so you can do stuff. You can count on things being open. Right. They're scheduled to be open. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Yes. Kate, uh, obviously, you didn't like uh, Italy that much. New right. York was a little bit better for you. I love New York. You know, I would love to live there. On a culinary standpoint, mm-hmm. New York better? Um, for me, more affordable. Not better quality? More options. I mean, I only went out to eat a few times in Italy because it was so expensive. It was. So... I learned how to cook in Italy instead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, something uh, something maybe you didn't plan for. Um, Lindsay, exactly. better food in New York or better food in Italy? I'm going to say Italy. Yeah. Definitely. More your style or just better food altogether? It's better food. I felt like it was better quality. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Fresher ingredients. Yeah. And in New York, I was buying like dollar slices of pizza <laughs> right. all the time. Yeah. Well, hey, that's what, uh, that's what New York's all about. It's true. Dollar slices of pizza. All right. Mm-hmm. A dollar pie. Um, all right. Stand by. We'll come back here and uh, wrap up the show here in just a second. Uh, Let me talk to you quickly about the Barbecue Guru, longest-running sponsor of the show. Automatic temperature control devices, uh, cookers, ovens, you name it, they got it. TheBBQGuru.com. That's TheBBQGuru.com. Or you can uh, call them, 800-288-GURU. That's 800 288 Guru. They'll make sure you're outfitted with exactly what you need to get you up and running right out of the box. Uh, we are giving away a $10 gift card to the Barbecue Superstore right now. Stick around. We'll be right back. Can you feel it? Feel it? A generation. Now, the time on the show when you give, give, give stuff away. Gonna give it away for free at no cost. All right, uh, last gift tonight, the thebbqsuperstore.com, thebbqsuperstore.com, giving away a $10 gift card. Uh, all you have to do is send me an email in the subject line, Turvis Tumblr, Turvis Tumblr. And it does have to be spelled correctly. Lifetime warranty on those bad bitches, too. Two cups at one, love them. I love them so much, I got two right here. Rocks glass, regular tall glass. There's a better name for that. I don't have it. Uh, Turvis Tumblr. That's actually a Jupiter, Florida, Chad. I mean, I don't want to tell you where it is because you're from Florida. And I'm from Cleveland. Bullshit. Hold on. Dishwasher safe. Made in... Oh, damn it. Made in America. No, I saw it right there. It said Jupiter. That's right. 
Thank you. I went. I went. Turvis Tumblr. Turvis Tumblr. It's a tough one to spell, but you can win a $10 gift card to the BBQ Superstore. Com. Good luck. Hi, this is Bobby. Now yeah, there's Bobby Brown. From Cleveland, Ohio. And you're listening to Barbecue Central. Broadcasting live from the Barbecue Central Radio Network Studios in Cleveland, Ohio. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Radio Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rampey. All right, we're back. Nokomis, Florida, says the air boss. What do you know? I'm going with Jupiter because Jupiter sounds... Yeah. Jupiter sounds stupider. Uh, Tervis Tumblr, Basic Patrick wins. Good good one for you, Basic Patrick. That's a guy that likes Nebs, by the way. Yeah. Patrick Pocket. Uh, Patrick, you don't need to send me anything. I'll just forward your email over to uh, Richard Parker over at thebbqsuperstore.com, and you'll be taken care of. Turvis Tumblr, look at you. Adam almost won. Oh, wait, no. Uh, who, who is this? Yeah, Adam almost won twice, spelled it incorrectly twice. Adam was Turbis, T-U-R-B-I-S, Turbis Tumblr. Turbis. Then he was T-U-R-V-E-S, Turbis. which of course is incorrect. Uh, in between those two, Basic Patrick came in with a Turbis Tumblr and won it. Hmm. Yeah. See? My favorite cup. Bad karma to call in on the special guest, uh, Adam. Bad karma. <laughs> try and win. Get canned. Sorry about that. That's right. All right. Let's go ahead and uh, quickly wrap this up. Uh, in the beginning of the first hour, we almost had a conversation with Bob Trudnack from the Barbecue Guru. That did not happen. So close. That did not happen. Uh, then at 9.35, we talked with Jim Elser from Sweet Smoke Q, who also gave away some products. Uh, do I have all the... Who won that the last time? Oh, Pitmaster. Right. I got those ducks in a row. And then in the second hour, at 10.14, we talked with Mike McLeod, president and CEO of MMA Creative, also the creator of the World Food Championship. Uh, MMACreative.com. Maybe you're looking to have a uh, professional public relations firm represent you, or however that works. I should probably have one of those. Yeah. I'm not paying. Uh, <laughs> and then he also uh, created the World Food Championship. It was World Food Championships.com. All right, here we go. Whiskey Bent Barbecue Uh-oh. coming in. North Venice, Florida. Oh, what? Everybody, Venice? Every, Katie wins. The, Thank you. Katie wins the $10. Sorry. I work almost right there. Sorry. I should know. Um, all right. <laughs> That'll almost get me a mug. And then uh, also I want to thank to your left, Kate Rempe. Hello. To your right, Lindsay Dare, graduates of the Kent State. Thank you for having us on. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. My pleasure. Me pleasure, soup pleasure. Oh. I don't even know what that means. All right. Uh, if you have raw cast iron, season it each and every time. Uh, once it's hot, uh, you're done cooking, hit a little grill brush, get it clean, little Crisco, little Pam, spray it in, mm-hmm. let it bake mm-hmm. back on, season it each and every time. Generations of rust-free service. Also, September 11th, 2001. I will never forget. Until next Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, this is your program host and proud U.S. American Greg Rempe. Good night now. <laughs>